I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Welcome into the lounge presented by DraftKings. Lamar Jackson is your 2023 NFL MVP. Announced the NFL honors. Not a surprise, certainly, uh, but obviously a huge distinction for Lamar. Yeah, I mean, this is his second MVP award in six years. Puts him in rare air to win two at this point. I think it speaks to his his dominance, really. I mean, he had a remarkable season, and I think that this is just another trophy for him that's well-deserved. I thought it was, in a lot of ways, it was a magical season for Lamar. I thought he took a, a tremendous step, and I know we're going to talk through some of the specifics of that, but I thought he took a big step this year. I thought he showed a real evolution to his game. I know that there's disappointment with how the season ended. Nobody more disappointed than Lamar. He's at the top of that list. But I also don't think that the disappointment in the AFC Championship takes away from the remarkable season that he had. And this is... um this MVP award is um, is certainly well-deserved. You say it's rare air that he's in, so let me break down just how rare of air. <laughs> There's 10, only 10 in NFL history players who have won at least two MVPs. The list, Peyton Manning, five. Aaron Rodgers, four. Tom Brady, three. Jim Brown, three. Brett Favre, three. John Unitas, three. Pat Mahomes, two. Joe Montana, two. Kurt Warner, two. Steve Young, two. And now Lamar Jackson becomes the 11th with two. Yeah, Pretty I mean, good names on that list. Yeah, a lot of Hall of Famers, and if they're not in the Hall of Fame yet, they will be once their playing careers yep. are over. That would absolutely be the, the expectation. And honestly, like by getting a second MVP at this stage, yep. with a long career still in front of him, obviously, I think the Lamar is... He is on a Hall of Fame trajectory in his career, mm-hmm. and that and this award is another indication of that. You know, I'm not even going to like. He has a long way to go in the sense that like he's going to keep playing, but he is on a Hall of Fame trajectory, and I don't think that, that should be overlooked. Absolutely, I mean, by getting two MVPs already, Lamar Jackson has established himself as one of the most electric. Uh, most talented players in NFL history. You can't take that away from two MVPs. One of the most, just one of the best. Uh, you know, I mean, you're the MVP, you're the best, mm-hmm. right? And two in six years for Lamar, you're one of the best yeah, ever. I also think it's it's even more remarkable. I mean, A, I think Lamar is 
pretty clearly already established himself as the best running quarterback of all time. That area of his game, nobody's been better. Even Michael Vick. Yes. Lamar has been the best rushing quarterback of all time. Secondly, the fact that he's won two in six years, to break it down even more, two of those years he was hurt for a good portion of the season. Mm -hmm. Another one of those years was his rookie season that he didn't start until midway through. Right. So that means in three years, as a full-time starter. healthy years as a full-time starter. He's won the MVP in two of those three years. Right. That that's insane. That's pretty remarkable. That's insane. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, uh, yeah, it, it's remarkable, and how he's evolved this game, like you said, I think is the important part to why he won the award this year. And let's be honest, and it's also partly a team award, right? Lamar Jackson didn't necessarily, when you went through all the stats, didn't have the best stats of anybody mm-hmm. around the NFL this year, quarterbacks included. You know, Christian McCaffrey was certainly in the conversation from a running back perspective. There are other quarterbacks, Brock Purdy, Dak Prescott, who are part of this conversation, certainly for MVP. But Lamar Jackson was obviously for the Ravens who had the best record in the NFL or the best regular season team in the NFL, he was obviously the leader. Yeah. The most valuable player on the team. It all revolved around Lamar Jackson offensively for the Ravens. And so when you're part, that's why I I say in part, it's also a team award to which Lamar knows that Uh and spoke to that. You know, I think that it is a reflection of the Ravens dominance and he was at the head of that. Yeah. I think there's certainly an element that you give the MVP to the best player on the best team Mm -hmm. and that you could make that case. And that is certainly part of the equation. I think with Lamar getting this award this year, I also think like it goes back to, it was Dan Arlovsky at some point during the season and someone was breaking down the different numbers and you could say, well, Dak Prescott had better numbers or whatever. Different quarterbacks had better numbers in certain categories Mm -hmm. and why should Lamar win it? And, and Dan was just basically said, watch the games. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and when you do watch the games, as we watch, obviously, Ravens games every single week, you just see Lamar's mastery of the offense, and he does things that nobody else in the NFL can do. And I thought he took a real step this year from a passing standpoint. Well, I think it's also making something out of, of ne- bad circumstances. How many one-legged throws did Lamar Jackson make you know completions touchdowns did he make when his protection was breaking down how many rushes did he scramble out and and make something happen when things were breaking down how many rushers did he duck under and throw a touchdown pass you know his highlight reel is insane right so like you know in one part I and I think the the argument is legit not only because I just made it (laughs) but that you know, the team around you helps elevate you to put you in that position of MVP. But also, it's the special plays that you make when maybe the th- elements around you break down, when mm-hmm. things break down, and the special plays that you make just individually, which we saw Lamar Jackson do a lot of this season too, to elevate him to say, yeah, he was incredibly valuable to the Ravens. Look, Brock Purdy had a great season, right? But Christian McCaffrey was a huge part of why that offense went the way it did. Brandon Ayuk, you know, Debo Samuel, the weapons that he had around him certainly elevated Brock Purdy and put him in a really good position. Lamar Jackson had great weapons and the best probably receiving cast that he's around him, not probably, definitely in his career this year. But I think that he made special off-script plays himself where you say, yeah, that was Lamar. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that elevates him. One last point. It's also who you beat. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson went head to head with Brock Purdy, and one of them threw four interceptions that night, and the other one didn't. Yeah, he well, came out the victor. I think that part of the reason that Lamar is the MVP is he played, and uh, 
one quick note, you know, this is a regular regular season award. So anybody that wants to detract from and say, well, it should be Brock Purdy because the 49ers are in the Super Bowl right. or whatever. This is specifically for the regular season. That's correct. Okay, so then the second piece of that is Lamar played his best in some of the big moments down the stretch. When this thing really gets finalized and it came down to the last month or so Definitely. and you're looking at it, it's Brock Purdy versus Lamar. Zach Prescott's Christian, still kind of in Christian that mix. McCaffrey's. Christian McCaffrey's in that mix. Okay, well, Lamar went through the gauntlet. He beat Jacksonville, then he beat uh, San Francisco. He beat uh, the Miami Dolphins. Like, boom, boom, boom. You just one after another beat the Rams. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these were primetime games. San Francisco, Christmas night, everybody's watching. Mm-hmm. Come back and you beat the Miami Dolphins the next week. And he was putting up big-time performances in those nationally televised games. Jacksonville, national TV games. So all these games that everybody's watching in the final stretch of the season where the Ravens really got hot, Lamar was playing his best. And I think that that's part of the reason why he ends up getting the award. Absolutely. Yeah, so... Huge kudos to Lamar. Well-deserved. So those are our initial thoughts. And now we're going to give you Lamar Jackson's full speech at the NFL Honors as he accepted his MVP award. And when we come back, we'll talk about what we saw from his evolution this year compared to previous years and our top Lamar Jackson moments. Uh, first and foremost, you know, I want to thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You know, without him, nothing is possible. Um, I want to thank my organization, you know, Baltimore Ravens for... You know, finally getting this deal done. Um, <laughs> um, shout out to Eric. You know, shout out to Steve, Coach Harbaugh. You know, the whole, the whole unit. My offense, man, my offensive line, man. I can't thank them enough for what they've done. Um, I'm not out there blocking, you know, catching the ball, you know, uh, doing everything. You know, as my team, it's a team thing, you know, for these awards. And, you know, I want to thank my fellow man at home. Um, but you guys have a great night, and that's all, folks. <laughs> Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. We're coming to you from the SeatGeek studio. We want to give a shout out to our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. They're an official sports betting partner of the Baltimore Ravens. They've got a promo running right now. You don't want to miss it. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Use the promo code FLOCK. If you're a new user, you can get a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Again, the promo code is FLOCK only at DraftKings. You need to be at least 21 years or older and physically present in Maryland to play. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org 
or call 1-800-GAMBLER. So in terms of where Lamar took some big strides this year, one thing I don't think that you can overlook, and he has talked about it, he talked about it in the end of season press conference, and and John Harbaugh has also talked about it. This is the first year of a new system, mm-hmm. and he thrived in it. And I think Munkin is great, and I love some of the changes that the Ravens brought to the system, and I think it made the offense and Lamar better. But to have this level of success in his first year with a new offensive coordinator, usually that first year with a new offensive coordinator, you kind of have a built-in excuse, to be honest. It's like, well, it's a new system. It's, you know, you're still figuring things out. And the Ravens went through that process, but then they really, then they really turned it on the second half of the year, Lamar especially. And I think that to have the, to have an MVP season in a year where you have a new coordinator speaks to Lamar's development. In a lot of ways, this well, year. Well, he did it twice, though. He That's also true. Did That's it in 2019 That's true. with the first year coordinator in Greg Roman. Fair, fair. Uh, no, that offense, I think that was a little bit different because that offense, as the Ravens, you know, appropriately dubbed it, was quote unquote revolutionary. Mm-hmm. That was a, a very different offense than anybody else in the league was running uh, that anybody had ever run in the league. Now, fast forward to Todd Munkin's offense, very different from the Greg Roman offense, not as far different from anything anybody else is running, yeah. but just really elevated, just a very well-run, schematic, uh, schematically designed offense. And it was more of a pro, quote-unquote, pro-style offense. And Lamar Jackson proved that he was more than capable of operating in that offense. He had tweeted about it last offseason. You know, give me give me that that pro style offense. People don't think I can run a pro style offense, basically tweeting. That's what I ran at Louisville. They ran it pretty well there. Did you notice the Heisman that <laughs> yeah. won there? Uh, you know, basically, I'm ready for that style of offense. And that's what he got in Todd Munkin. And Lamar Jackson proved it. Mm-hmm. He was ready. Career high in completion percentage, 67.2%. Career high in passing yards, 3,678. Those are no joke. And I think what it was for Lamar is a, the biggest thing was just mentally, I think processing all the different levels and layers of the Ravens offense and what defenses were doing to try to stop him. T Martin spoke to me, the Ravens quarterbacks coach near the end of the year and said, Lamar's approach in the classroom was really special. The way he attacked it, the way there was a lot of new things. He was a a yes man to all of it. And the way he dove into the film study this past season, I think really showed in terms of, look, opponents throw a lot of different things at Lamar Jackson and the Ravens offense to try to stop them. They're grasping at straws a lot of the time. And Lamar handled it all really well. There wasn't the blitz worked better than anything else against him, but it didn't work well. There wasn't really anything that said, oh, this shut down Lamar Jackson, the Ravens offense. Now you got to the playoffs and they just didn't play that well, but I don't think it was something that the chiefs consistently did that said that just shut down the Ravens offense. Yeah. I think that you bring up T Martin. There's two things that he said that I thought stood out to me. One this was he talked at the bye week and he made the point that go back to that one practice in training camp where like the Ravens threw hundred interceptions. I think it was a dozen interceptions. Yeah, it was a it was a rough day for the quarterbacks, Lamar yeah. included. And that he honestly noticed from that point Lamar kind of took things to another level. Mm-hmm. The other part of it, and this is something that T said he 
he did as a player and he started doing with Lamar this year, he would actually basically give him a scouting report on the next opponent in the locker room at the end of the previous week's game. Mm-hmm. And so the second that game was over, pretty much, Lamar was already looking ahead to the next week's game, got a packet in his locker to start that process, whether it's a plane ride home or that night, and that he was just so dialed in to try to look for any ways to like improve his game and to be ready for the opponents and to be prepared for what they were going to be throwing at him. I thought yep. that like we really saw that development from him, and I think T. Martin did a great job with that. And I thought it was cool that he shared those those anecdotes and what he saw from being the person who's as close to it as anybody else behind the scenes yep. where he saw Lamar take things to another level this year. Part of it is also not making mistakes of what makes his, his season special. Now, there were some fumbles early on, mostly due to protection issues, and there were some mesh point handoff issues early in the season. Clean that up, the fumbles, uh, over the really second half or second two-thirds of the season. But you look at his interceptions this year, seven interceptions, and he threw a career-high 457 passes, right? I mean, he threw only six interceptions in his 2019 season, but he threw 56 fewer passes. You know, that's actually a thing that I feel like is a a good point and an under-discussed aspect of Lamar's game. Like, the highlight reels, the, the highs are great, but also, like, the ability to avoid... When he's at his best, it's a highly efficient game. Like, mm-hmm. it's not just, like, these remarkable plays. He has those, mm-hmm. but he's also playing at a highly efficient level where you're not turning the ball over and you're not forcing the ball down the field mm-hmm. and you're not fumbling it. Like, you're just playing a really efficient level of football. Right. Stats aside, I think that his growth just as a pure passer, and I'm talking fundamentals, making every throw, he's also taken improved by leaps and bounds, I think, in that territory. Lamar Jackson when he came into the league, had a a, a special arm. He has a great arm. He's always had that. But there's no doubt about it. He had to work a lot on his mechanics and becoming a more efficient thrower. He's done that. And I think that his ability to make throws outside the numbers, to hit all areas of the field was different also than 2019, where he really attacked the middle of the field very, very well at a very high level. This year, I think that he made a lot... more his repertoire of throws that he was making at a consistently high level opened up now to the point of where I think Lamar still is evolving his game. He's not, he, he, there are still throws this season that he was not highly efficient at. And that was the on script deep throws, particularly to the, to the sidelines. That was something. And I think we saw that in the chiefs, the loss of the chiefs that Lamar, in order to take the next step and win a third MVP, <laughs> which I think he certainly is capable of doing, if he starts hitting those at a higher clip, he's going to be that much more unstoppable. Yeah. So we want to give some of our favorite moments from Lamar's season. And when you talked about hitting some specific throws, mm-hmm. we're going to give each give our top three favorite moments from Lamar's season. And that's where I'll start. The, the moment where I felt like his passing game went to another level was actually against the Browns week four. Okay. okay. He, that, that touchdown pass to Mark Andrews in the back of the end zone, was which was an pass. absolute dart. Mark did a great job of plucking it out of the air, but like Lamar could not have thrown it any better. It was a difficult throw to the back of the end zone. A lot of traffic in front of him. Mm-hmm threw it right over the defender's head at a spot where only Mark could get it. It was on a line. To me, like I saw that throw and I was like, whoa, Lamar has really developed as a passer. And that was in week four this year. And that to me kind of like, in my mind, set the stage for what was going to be 
what was going to become a special season for him. Okay. What's your number two? All right. You want me to just go through yeah, the whole list? Through. All right. This is my, th- for, for me, my, that are, was, are these in order? It was yeah. that number one, the Browns are like your best. Lamar no, it was, I'm going in like reverse order three reverse through one. Okay. okay. These other two are a little bit more broad rather than specific plays. Number two was the, do- the dominant game against the dolphins on new year's Eve, where basically we all said MVP awards done. It's you know, we, we could have taped this podcast that night. It was done. <laughs> like we knew it. The Ravens at that point, you, you, you were loving where things were going in the season they had wrapped up the top overall seed Lamar yep. Jackson had wrapped up the MVP 18 to 21 321 yards five touchdowns that night uh 75 yard touchdown to Zay Flowers I mean that was if you go back and listen to our podcast that night we said the MVP award's done it's yep. over signed sealed delivered it's over yep. and so that was the a special one and then number one for me was the game against the 49ers on Christmas Day the infamous uh Mike Flores uh <laughs> <laughs> Walking off the field, walking off the field. The Mike Flores Mike comments from Lamar Flores. as he was walking off the field, and the Ravens won that game, thirty-three to nineteen. Lamar threw two touchdowns, uh, two hundred fifty-two yards through the air. Also had forty-five yards on the ground on seven carries, and that was when the Ravens they showed they were for real. And uh, it was some, we had some fun with that post game. That was a good. That's a good one. <laughs> you like my one. list? That's a good one. All right, I'm gonna go number three. The I'm I'm glad because we don't have any crossover. I love this. Yeah, number three, his long heave. It wasn't a touchdown to Isaiah Likely in Jacksonville. I debated that one. That was the one oh I didn't like leaving off, but it's a great gosh, one. Gosh, that play was ridiculous. Looked like he was going to have his head ripped off, un unblocked pressure off the edge ducks under that rolls out ducks you know gets around another uh potential sacker throws that ball to Isaiah Likely and it was a great catch by Isaiah. That play was ridiculous it was ridiculous. a lot of times in college football they talk about like oh that one's going to go on the heisman tape yep that was the mvp that's like in the first minute of the mvp yes. highlight reel first 10 seconds that one's probably the opening play that one probably is the yeah. opener yeah that play was ridiculous uh then i'm gonna go number two playoff win his run up the tunnel after he scored that <laughs> touchdown to beat the Texans. And that pretty much was the dagger that ended that game. And he just ran it up the tunnel. Delirious Lamar getting that. That was such a big playoff win. You know, you lose focus because of the disappointment of the way the season ended. But gosh, there was so much to talk about. Are the Ravens going to be one and done like in 2019 for him to come out and have a historic performance, you know, put up 100 rushing yards, 100 passer rating and 100. What was the other stat? 100 uh, quarterback rating. Yeah. You know, and to finish it with that touchdown running up the tunnel, that was a really special moment, I think. And then number one. All right, let's hear your number one here. Drum roll. It was the comeback against the Rams. I know that it, it got finished off by Tylen Wallace, but Lamar's third and 17 touchdown throw to Zay Flowers and then ensuing two-point conversion where he has a guy hitting him in the waist. He's bent in half and throws a dart to Zay Flowers in the end zone for the two-point conversion. Back-to-back plays, and you talk about a, a comeback, you know, needing to come back from behind to win that game. That was special stuff from Lamar Jackson. Yeah, you do lose sight of it because if you think about that game, the Tylen Wallace punt return touchdown is what jumps out yep. to you right away. But if you're looking at one throw and circling it as as maybe the best throw he made all year, it might be that two point conversion. I think the two. I think it was Todd Munkin. Was it Todd Munkin who said that was one of the best plays he's ever seen? Yeah, I think so. Just. An absurd play. Both of those. The the touchdown throw was also ridiculous. He had uh he had a Aaron Donald right in his grill. Is he good? 
Lamar or Aaron Donald or both? both? Of them. <laughs> <laughs> I meant Aaron Donald, but yeah, I think both of them are pretty good. Yeah. So, so those are my top three Lamar moments, and there's a lot to choose from. I can say that much. Yeah, totally. So, congratulations to Lamar. Richly deserved second MVP, and uh, it was a special season for him and for the Ravens. So, obviously, we talked a lot about Lamar, but also the other point of note from NFL honors the Ravens had two candidates up for assistant coach of the year Mike McDonald and Todd Munkin of course Mike is now in Seattle uh, after a great season for him and this Ravens defense neither of them ended up winning the award but I, I still think that the fact that both of them were finalists for that award which is pretty rare to have not just one assistant coach but two of them yeah. be amongst the top finalists I think speaks to just the level of respect that the Ravens coaching staff and this team gets for this year and um you know, it was it was a nice recognition, I think, for both of them to be honored. Yeah, absolutely agree. Both did a fantastic job. Mike in his second year, Todd in his first. And, hey, I'm excited for the way that the direction of both the offense and the defense. I think under Zach Orr, really excited, even though Mike is now in Seattle. Amped, fired up. And, and for those who haven't listened to it yet, go back and listen to our interview with Zach Orr uh, on our last episode. Really excited for what Zach's going to do. And then Todd Munkin, from year one to year two, I think this offense is going to do great things. It was a big change, as we talked about, and having a full offseason to Lamar Jackson and more input from him, as John Harbaugh said, that Lamar is going to be more of the build, the setup process of this offense going into this year, whereas last year they had to work out the contract first and he didn't really start until OTAs. He's going to be more involved with Todd Munkin in the offseason and crafting the next evolution of this offense. And, hey, I I wouldn't be surprised if Todd Munkin is in the running for assistant coach of the year again next year. Yeah, totally. I think that he is... We've seen the impact that that he has made, and I think yeah. that um, well, he's a guy. You got head coaching interviews after yeah. the season ended. Yeah, after one year back in the NFL. Yep, totally. The, the Ravens coaching staff this year was excellent, and I think it's going to continue to be excellent. I think that your your point about Zach, I think that in that conversation that we had with him, you can just feel the enthusiasm that he's going to bring to the field, yep. bring to the meeting rooms, and I think he's going to do a great job replacing Mike. And I agree. I think Todd Monk is going to be great as well. We should also give a shout out to John Harbaugh who was a finalist for coach of the year one of the five finalists he was up for that award alongside dan campbell of the lions D'Amico ryans of the texans kyle shanahan of the 49ers and kevin stefanski of the browns i thought one of harbaugh's best coaching seasons obviously the ravens had the best record in the regular season record in the nfl that alone speaks to just how dominant this team has been and and it's a credit to him for building it up Kind of twice, you know, he last won this award in 2019, was named the coach of the year. Also, again, when the Ravens had the best record and, uh, you know, to build it up a second time with all the turnover that you have in the NFL to now be in contention for that award again, four years later, really speaks to the head coach that John Harbaugh is. The last point that I think is worth mentioning in regards to uh, NFL honors is uh Roquan Smith was the Ravens nominee for the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. Did not win it, but uh, the work that that Roquan does, as we've seen here in his year and a half of Baltimore, just get to get a feel for who he is off the field. I think that he's one of the best guys in the community, one of the best guys you're going to find. And, you know, I think that before his career is over, it would not surprise me at all if he gets that patch on his jersey as a Walter Payton Man of the Year. Uh, This was his first nominee here with the Ravens, but I think that 
him winning that award would certainly not surprise me at some point in the future. So a uh, special night for Lamar, special night for the Ravens uh, in a lot of ways. Congratulations to him once again. As always, you can reach us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. We appreciate you. Thank you for your emails, and we will be back with you again next week. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You ever get the feeling the city walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating your soul? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe chase some elk, fish a private stream. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there, and finding your own piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, location, the kind of hunting or fishing you dream of. Land.com. It's where the adventure begins.